Yo, Herb, take it from the top. One, two. My mic sound nice. Check one. My mic sound nice. Check two. My mic sound nice. Check three. Are you ready? Welcome to the Black Delegates Podcast, episode 68, episode 68. Today's date is uh, June the fir- July 1st, July the 1st, man, this, this year is flying by, seventh month already. I got a box wine poppy, what's good, man? Wake up, wake up, wake up, it's the first of the month, so get up, get up, <laughs> get up. <laughs> <laughs> Might be the only time you ever get to do this, so that's cool. Uh, Ghetto Phenom, what's good, man? What's good, what's cracking? And I am the Black Ryan. Uh, yo, yo, yo! I just miss G saying that, so I'm going to say that. What's mm. <laughs> up with G? He's he been kind of absent from the group text, too. It's man, cool. he, 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 he relaxing, man. The dude on vacation. Let that man live, man. He's been on vacation since the fourth episode of this show. <laughs> and we, he ain't been on that since. I man from the job. The job, man. Let that man rest. Yeah, yeah. That's what it is. Okay. Alright, so uh, it's been a week, man. We're going in. It's a holiday week, so it's an um, abbreviated week, I guess, for us. So we're going to get this in and then get out and uh, enjoy our holidays. Paul, you're probably off for the whole week or something. You look like a vacationing type of dude. You wish, man. I got to work, man. I'm working my ass off this week already. Straight. What about you, Ish? They probably just mandatorily closed your job. Sound like something your job would do. No, I mean, I would be closed on the 4th, on the holiday, but uh, That's it? other than oh, that, okay. yeah, I'd be up in the office. That's yeah, all we get this to, is the time. This is the times that I miss my old gig, because if ever there was a holiday in the middle of the week like that, and like a Friday was, a, or like one of the days in the middle, they would just be like floating holiday, and we would just get the rest of the week. So, I do miss that. Yeah, a lot of people take off that Friday, of course. You know, I was debating whether to take it off, but I'm like, so many people going to be off. It probably ain't going to be nothing going no on. No work to do. So <laughs> why waste Might as day? well get paid for right. doing nothing. Exactly. <laughs> a thousand percent with you. I'm def- I was telling the wife, I was like, yeah, I might take off Wednesday and then go to work on Friday. She was like, why are you going to go on Friday? Cause I was like, because ain't nobody going to be there, dog. It's like, nothing just do nothing. Right. Word. Make, right. make those eight hours fly through. <laughs> that's what's up take that four so, hour lunch and chill so let's do this <laughs> remember the four hour lunches I did that once at the job when it was closing down it was good times <laughs> be like where y'all been at man y'all been at lunch since 12 you right and it's 4.30 see you tomorrow let's roll out <laughs> if they ain't paying you and they laying you off do what you want to do so that's all I'm going to say alright so let's start with you this week in blackness Box wine poppy. How was your week, man? See now, y'all. See, I thought we were gonna start with the, the best story, which I, I think we'll get to later. No. But man, I didn't. I didn't do too much this week, man. It's just chilling, man. Uh, I guess you know how you know how the, the what the, the Meg the Stallion says it's like hot girl summer, hot boy summer. I guess it, I guess it's dad bod summer for me, man. The pool's open. The weather's nice. Taking the kid to the pool. That's about all I've been doing, man. Just trying to get right for the summer. 
you know, so I don't look crazy when I take my shirt off with the kid at the pool, man. So that's that's all I've been doing, hanging out. Uh, and I got some news to drop on y'all next week, man. I'm, I'm gonna keep I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep this a surprise until next week because you know next week is 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 our big 69th episode, my favorite number. So I'm I'm, I'm gonna drop some, <laughs> some real news on y'all next week. I gotta keep editing this every week. I gotta edit it out because you keep talking about it. No, don't edit it. <laughs> next week. Next week. Keep it. It's gonna be met, met it multiple out. times. One more week. One Lord. more week. Man. It's gonna be worth it. Trust he me, gonna, fellas. He gonna quit the show. I don't know. I'm I'm actually worried about what you might do. That too. That, <laughs> that might happen. He'd be at the pool so. peeping out the, the suburban moms. He'd be peeping out the cul-de-sac moms. I mean, hey, look, man, you got a story to tell. Is it look? It's dad boss on, but look, when I walk in that pool, I'm still in the top one percentile of this entire subdivision. <laughs> just, just know that. Now, do you wear shades when you're out there? Oh man, I got the blue blockers on. Oh, uh, yeah, got Ryan, that. Ryan, you remember when you went, when you went always? Uh, Ryan, you remember when you and the homie uh, Charles called me at my work? Yes, <laughs> dude, that was the best break call ever. So. Paul worked at the Sunglass Hut at the mall back when we was at college. Facts. And so he was super serious about this job. I was not I super serious why. about this job. Bro, he was super serious about it. Ish. Oh. It was like it was like he was really making a living up there. And so me and Charles, we decided <laughs> so we was going to call this dude up and prank call him. And so we just talked. What did I do? I think I just talked to the Southern accent and I just asked him for like blue blockers and all these different kind of glasses. And this dude was going looking for him, man. Over and over and over again. We kept you on the phone for like 20 minutes. And we finally just was like, all right, Paul, we're going to let you go. <laughs> you had a new blue blockers in stock. And this dude was like, hold on, let me let me ask my manager. Hold on a second. Look, man. Sorry, look, sir. First of all, this, this, none of this is true. This is only partially true. Look, it's he, all he, true. You did call. It was probably like five minutes. And you were asking for like mad, like crazy. And I, I was pretty sure it was, it, it was you guys anyway. Because I remember, we like, I think I gave Charles the number because he's asking for it, like, the day or before. So I was like, man, come on now. This, this, is, this is a no-brainer. But, my, it, like, you know how the little sunglasses, it was like the little kiosk in the mall. So it was, like, literally, like, it was, like, the size of the dorm room, basically. So there are two dudes in there. So it's not like, like, you can basically hear whatever the person's saying on the phone. So I couldn't just be like, man, stop playing the phone because I just started working there. Anyway, I knew it was Ryan on that phone, man. <laughs> but you ain't he had me looking for it. He had me looking. He was like, well, how much, how much is this? And I was like. Man, I gotta go look this mess up because my boss is over here. Then he asked for the blue box. I just, I, was, I started busting out laughing, man. <laughs> hey, you looked up all in Paris, man. You, you did a good job though, man. I should have, uh, should have told your manager Didn't, what a great job you did. Oh man, that manager was trash, man. He kept talking about, uh, you know, his quotas and stuff like that. I was like, man, I don't give a damn about none of this. This, that was, I was, I think, I, I think I made it two months. And that was it, man. That place sucked. Selling them glasses. Man, all one right. of my coworkers did that where. Uh, there actually was a guy who used to work uh, at the paper with the same first name, Ishmael, and he called up about something unrelated. I mean, he's been gone well before I've been there, and I've been there for a while. But he called up um, for some business that he needed to handle, and the person who answered the phone thought it was me playing. So she was like, why are you talking like that, Ishmael? What what are you to quit playing? Boy, you better quit playing and like and this is this dude like no. Like I'm trying to take care of this business. She like, boy, quit playing, quit being stupid. And then she found <laughs> he finally explained, like, no, I used to work there, but I don't work there anymore. This is my name. And she felt stupid in the mug. <laughs> and then you walked around the corner and she was just like, Oh. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm so sorry. All right. That's awkward. All right, so was that in on your week? Mine? 
Oh yeah, yeah man, that was it. Uh, other, by summer, okay. One other, one other random, th- random thought, man. Yo, you know how it is. Like I just got paid today, but you know how it is. You get paid. You know, I get paid every two weeks. Those last three or four days, man, you struggling. You know, there's hardly any money in the bank account. Wife talking about let's go to eat. You like with what? I ain't got no money. <laughs> but yo, man, if you ever need to pick me up, y'all ever fellas, if you find yourself in that situation, this is what I tell you to do, man. Take yourself to the Dollar Tree. I haven't been to the Dollar Tree in years, if ever. I can't remember the last time I was in a Dollar Tree. It's probably it's probably been well over a decade that I step ever stepped foot in the Dollar Tree. Took the little kid in there. I was like, man, let's just go see what's in here. I'm gonna give him a couple of little toys. They had dollars. I, like, I got five bucks. Man, yo, I went in there. I thought it was like the 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 Jay Z and Jermaine Dupri song was in there. Money ain't a thing. When I walked up in there, I was just like, <laughs> man, get it, whatever you want, man. Throw it in the bag. Let's go. Anyway, yeah. good from a mental health man. If you ever feel real broke, just go to Dollar Tree. Take yourself like five, seven dollars. You can get whatever you want in there, <laughs> and you and you feel much, much better about yourself. Why you think I go to the flea markets? Now Stuff I see is even less than a dollar. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right. So uh, I think I'm gonna go next because Ishmael probably got some a bigger week than the rest of us. So always does. Uh, my week was I had a grown man week this week. Who's a grown man? I'm going to say like, uh, no, nah, I'm not even going to bother. I had a grown man week is all I'm going to say. So we're in the process of buying a house. Uh, Ishmael Paul knows that. Listeners, I haven't brought it up. But yeah, so uh, we down to the last few uh, days here. And, and last Friday we were supposed to close. But uh, got that appraisal back and it was a, lo- a lot lower than uh, what the uh, price was that we were going to pay for it. Which mm. could be good. Could be bad. Depends on how they play it. Right. Bad in the sense of if for whatever reason they back out, like I'm literally on the clock now for 30 days instead of the allotted time that I gave myself to move out slowly. Um, but uh, they supposedly are going to come down, so that's good. So I'm happy about that, but they still try to find some comps and all this kind of stuff to prove that the appraisal was wrong, blah, blah, blah. So I don't want to hear it. I just say, hey, we're we're willing to pay this amount that's on this appraisal. Thank you very much, and move on with our lives. So um, we uh, we're gonna pray that that works out for him. So uh, I did uh, talk to Paul about it, and he almost he was trying to make me send him the sales contract so that he could look it over. And I was like, hold on, man, it's not that serious. I I understand. I understand this contract, <laughs> but with thanks a lot, Paul. See, see, man, see, man, see, 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 ish. I try to reach out to a friend. You know, I got a little experience in this area. I try to help. You know, offer it pro bono to help this man out. And you see the see the reaction I get from this man. Like he he's offended that I'm actually trying to help him for free, man. As a friend, that's right. that, hey, that's wrong, man. Next time I move, if I buy another house, I will definitely send you my information. You'll see that I only make three dollars and fifty cents an hour, but that's all right because y'all already know I'm broke. So, and for the record, I'll I did not ask free assistance. I did not ask to see the sales car. He, he had an issue with the appraisal. I said, "Man, send me the appraisal. Let me look at it. Just see." Well, see same difference. Same difference. Yeah, yeah. He told me to send him the appraisal. Sorry, just get that get that straight. Yeah. Full otherwise, disclosure. yeah. Otherwise, rest of my grown man week. The air conditioning in the van was blowing hot in the back, mm. so just the rear fan, but not the front. So I had to I had to use my YouTube skills and uh, typed up air conditioning not running in the back of Dodge Caravan 2012. And then I watched a lot of videos and I was like, oh, I can fix this myself. Hopped on Amazon, ordered a part for $20 and then proceeded to tear all the plastic out of the sides of the van <laughs> to get to the little piece. <laughs> Repaired that. 
and uh, put some more Freon in it, and boom, it worked. So I look like the man. Uh, got all that done, and uh, I put it all back together minus a couple screws. No idea where those screws go, <laughs> but you know how it is when you fix the stuff. I know it ain't gonna fall off, so who cares? Now, weren't you just the dude who was going at me when I said I was changing my own oil? You was like, "Why are you doing that? Just pay somebody to do that." Now you up here uh, ripping outside panels and replacing the AC in your van. Ah, but let me uh, let me enlighten you, brother. Because you can get your oil changed for like $35 and not waste your time or waste your time going to dump the oil and all this other stuff. Uh, as opposed to what it probably cost me $400 to have somebody fix that air conditioner. And I can just do it myself. How much did the Freon cost? 30 bucks. That's it? Man. Yep. So I did it all for 60 and uh, you know, however many hours it took me to do it. See, I ripped y'all. it out like Friday night while I was just sitting there because I was like, let me see how hard this is going to be. See, we, so I started we ripping it out. We're going to have to start like a black uh, a black shade tree mechanic podcast starring Ryan-ish because y'all, y'all be sitting there doing this mess, man. Like, I, I'm, I'm, <laughs> right. look, man, I, look, man, I open that hood of my, my car and I look in there and I'm like, okay, that's the engine. I don't know what, it, what any of that does. <laughs> <laughs> Ish over here buying like jacks to get his car up. So got the little roll. Ish, do you have the, tell me you have the little, the little thing you roll, you roll it out. You roll into the car with. Do you have a professional one that you hit the button and it raises you up? I don't. Like I don't have either one. I just get on the ground. Um, oh no! You don't have. That. Oh, okay. I'm giving this about two more. Two more oil changes. He's gonna get the little roller thing, and he's gonna yeah, get. Yeah, I, need, I didn't even think about that. Y'all gave me an idea. I'm gonna have to start pricing them joints. Man. Yeah, man. They got the fancy one now, like so you don't hurt your back getting up and getting down. So you just push the button and it just raises you up to a standing position. Got the orthopedic <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> the one's dope. I'm yeah, telling you, um, if I had a, a jack stand, no, not a jack stand, but a, a, if I had a lift at my house, I would fix all kind of stuff on my car. But I'm not getting under the car. Forget that. Ish, Ish gonna give it about six more months. I'm telling you, Ish gonna have a pair of overalls. He can have that little roller thing, and he gonna have a black and mild behind his ear. Just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm about to go to Dollar Tree when we done with this podcast and see if they got any of those. Yeah. For dang sure ain't finna get on a Dollar Tree. Nothing to get under a car. It's dangerous. <laughs> you can keep that. So, how was your week, Ishmael? <laughs> Man, my week was busy. I had a ton of stuff going on this week. I know what y'all are looking to hear, but yeah. I'm going to push that last. Um, let's see. First of all, what do we got? Number one. So, you know I do the basketball thing. Shout out to God Fan Ball. Uh, anybody there who listens to the show. So do that on Saturday mornings. And this past Saturday was a really weird Saturday. Like, you know, had our discussion. That was cool. Once we started playing, though, people were on one. Like, I'm talking about people was just whining, calling stupid calls, arguing every call, just just annoying. Just everybody was calling stupid stuff and arguing about every single call. And so... There came a point where there was this uh, this one guy, he was mad about a call somebody made, and he he grabbed the ball. It's actually my basketball, not that that is important to the story. And he rolled it out of the gym. Like, there was a door open. <clears throat> he rolled the ball outside the gym and told the dude he was arguing with, now you go get it. Oh, heck no, that's a fight. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> What? And I wasn't even playing this game. I'm on the sideline running the clock, so I had to go on the court. And I was like, "Yo, like, like, what's going on?" 
He's like, yeah, you you go get the ball. And somebody else, not the guy he was talking to, but somebody else was about to go get the ball. And I was like, wait a minute. No, no, no. I was like, we're not about to do this. Like, these are grown men. These aren't – we're not talking about school-age kids. Or we got some high school kids. But for the most part, we're talking about grown men here. So I was like, no, bro. I said, you about to go get that basketball. He's like, I'm not going to get nothing. And I said, okay. I said, well, you can get the basketball. Well, you can get out. <laughs> right. <laughs> and he's See, like. If you wasn't saved, if you wasn't saved, you would say you could catch these hands. <laughs> Everybody would have right, just whooped this right, dude. Right, It is God fan ball, so we try. <laughs> but, uh. Wire up. Oh, my bad. <laughs> Ryan, Ryan, Ryan that Pornhub case book up right there. <laughs> Ryan ready in for uh, episode 69 already. Already. Word. <laughs> oh, but, uh, yeah, so the guy was like, okay, I'm gone. And the dude went. Like, got his bag, got his stuff, and left. And I was like, okay, well, who want to take his spot? Come on. So then they kept playing. And then there was another dude. This is actually the next game. Um, this dude thought he was on the court. He thought he got picked up, or somebody told him he was picked up. He wasn't on the list, but he thought he was playing. And I told him, I said, man, you just lost. Like, let somebody else play. Uh, he's like, no, nah, they picked me up. I said, no, nah, I didn't pick you up. So... You just get on next game, go get on the list, whatever. And dude, like, and he's a younger dude, probably about 20. He's like, I ain't going nowhere. Like, I'm playing. And I was like, dude, you're not playing. No, I'm playing. So I had to be like, I had to treat them like kids. I told them, okay, I'm about to count down from 10. I said, if I get to one and you're still on the court, everybody gone. Like, everybody's getting kicked <laughs> out. <laughs> and so I literally start counting down from 10. And by the time like I got to counting down like they two years old, man. Yes, absolutely. And by the time I got to like four, two. he's still standing there, and everybody else on the court like grabbed dude, like, man, come on, get out, get out. And they pushed him off the court <laughs> by the time I got to <laughs> zero. <laughs> so Five, we could commence four. playing basketball. <laughs> but but did he stay to the to the to the next game where he just pick up his stuff? Yeah, he up? stayed. Like oh, he wasn't that was a weird thing. He wasn't even really mad. He just one of them dudes just you know, I guess he just, um, what do you call it? Try to intimidate you or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. He wasn't even angry about it. He was just, you know, boneheaded, I guess. So, uh, so yeah, he stayed and played after that. But So that was my Saturday with uh, basketball. Also, and Ryan, actually you mentioned this a little before the show. Uh, I talk about my nephew on the podcast often. Shout out to Books and Bros. Uh, his book club, they had a gala event on Sunday. Uh, which actually I had we had church. Ryan had a pastor's anniversary after that. Oh yeah. Uh, which I had to go to because my wife was involved in it. And then we went straight from there to this gala for books and bros. Uh, but that was wonderful. I did. I had to swag out a little bit on them. I had to bust. I got like a little tuxedo jacket. You know, some some black pants. Had to bust the Nike Concords on them. What? Had to bust the Nike Concord swag, so swagged out on. That was a great event. But so now, these, uh, whack little kid dances I see right now in this video. Oh yeah, little uh, kids was I kids. Just happened to have it pulled up. Oh, this and video. then, well, I won't even go there. So yeah, that was a fun. That was a great event. Host was a little bit extra. Uh, <laughs> Dude, you need to go. You need to go there, man. Come on. She she was a little bit extra. You know how they do in the churches sometimes. Uh, 
where when they're trying to raise money and they tell people to stand up and if you're going to donate this, stand up. And oh, yeah. I wouldn't, nope. I, I don't be feeling that. Don't try to put people on the spot. If people want to give, <laughs> let them give. And that wasn't even in the program. Like they were trying to tell her, like, nah, we good. Uh, but she just kept going on. So yeah, I've been I've been to a I went to a black church. Uh, like uh, uh, I, I don't want you to call that. Like in the, when when a black church opens, like it, it had been around, but it like they had a new building. So I guess it was like the new building fund. They were like everybody everybody that's ready to play right now that's ready to pledge a thousand dollars to right. you know to pay off this loan like so everybody's like man nobody's doing <laughs> exactly and i I'm think just, this lady started at did she start at twenty thousand? Oh man yeah and everybody looked at her 000. like what <laughs> and she went to Is that 10 how y'all roll, man? she went wow. to 10 and everybody looked at her like uh you, you, crazy. Better, come, you better come down to twenty dollars <laughs> <laughs> right but see i'm i'm kind of a jerk and when that type of stuff happened, because I don't like it, like, I'm not going to stand regardless. Even if I'm going to give money, I'm just not standing because I don't like you trying to pressure people and front people out like that. So I was just looking at it like she was crazy. Mm-mm-mm. But overall, the event was very well, so shout out to them. So now uh, we are already 20 minutes in, so we'll get to the main event that I know you fellas are looking forward to. Yeah, now, I'm man. not going to go into a ton of detail. What? But I'm going to give you the general sense of what happened. You, and you what saving I'm the full about. thing for 69. Okay, I got you. I got you. <laughs> I see how this is going. And what I'm talking about for the listeners is I told the Black Ryan and Box Wine Poppy that last week I ended up some kind of way with the Jamel Hill in my DMs. Mm-hmm. Mm. Now, I know the Black Ryan had asked. Black Ryan was like, oh, why would she be in your DMs? Is this something from the podcast? Is she listening to the podcast? Sorry to disappoint you. As far <laughs> as I know, Jamel Hill does not listen to the podcast. Did, did you give us a plug, though? Did you give us a plug? Come on, man. I did not oh. give a plug. Does your, does your picture have the Black Delegates podcast logo on it? Hell to My the picture no. does not, but uh, it is in my signature. It is in my signature. Okay. Okay. Oh, yeah, it's in the bio. It's in the bio. The bio? Nobody looks at bios. Eh, uh, I disagree with you there. I disagree with you, yeah. Everybody looks for the booking info. Like, oh. (laughs) 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 Never mind. Disregard. Disregard. (laughs) Let's keep moving. (laughs) So, anyway, to get down to the point. So, why was Jamel Hill in my DMs? It actually was a little bit of a pull-up. So... You know, last week we talked about the LeVar Ball situation and, um, you know, how he got booted off ESPN, him and, uh, what's her name, Molly, I don't know how to say it. Quarum, Molly Quarum. Quarum, Quarum. Quarum, How they got into that, you know, um, little back and forth about switching gears and whether it was inappropriate or not. So we talked about it on the podcast, actually wrote about it for uh, the newspaper as well. Yeah, I read that. I read that. So when I re- when I uh, wrote that, I brought up an example of Ms. Hill, uh, a situation she was in with, um, what's his name, Gronkowski, where he was kind of twerking on her and ESPN didn't care. And she took exception to that example. Now, in fairness oh, really? to her, it really wasn't the most relevant example to the situation. So I understood her point. So I'm like, okay. And I don't know how 
my collar made its way to Jamel Hill. I mean, I take that as a little bit of a win right there. That, uh, you know. You didn't add her? <laughs> I didn't add her in it. I didn't add her at all. So it, it got, got back her, to her. She got her fans, her fans, the hive. Right, the stands. The they hive they called. They said, you. yo, go get him. He talking yeah, about or, or you think I want to put you on blast? You don't think I forwarded to her? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> right. It was box wine poppy right there. And so, uh, yeah, she just told me why she she wasn't feeling it. She didn't think that that was you know warranted. And I agree with. Her. I said, okay, you're right. You know, Jamel Hill and your DMs. I watch it. That's probably my favorite sports personality. So I was like, cool. I was like, you know what? It's my bad. I didn't. I wasn't going at you. I was actually talking about ESPN. But I get why you would be uncomfortable with that or whatever. So I was like, hey, I apologize. My fault. I thought that was going to be the end of it. But, like, we just continued to dialogue. Like, first she was talking about that incident, and we were talking about LeVar Ball and, um, you know, just that whole situation kind of debating back and forth about that and end up being a, a pretty interesting discussion. So shout out to her. Like I said, it was a little bit of a pull-up, like, hey, was you up on my name, but it wasn't disrespectful. It wasn't ignorant, anything like that. Uh, but I just appreciate her reaching out, letting me know what she thought about the column, and uh, that was about it. You back down real quick. I'm a big fan. I'm right. a big fan. Back down, right? <laughs> well, it, no, it wasn't even that because I mean that was the interesting thing about it because I'm like, as far as the the Lavar Ball stuff that we talked about, like, I was standing on that. I'm like, I believe this is what I believe is how I read the situation. So I'm not just going to back down like, no, no, no. But at the same time, I'm going to respect that I really didn't have to put you in there like that. You know what I'm saying? She re That example was just a poor example, which I already knew that anyway. So I wasn't going to argue about that. But at the same time, I'm not just about to concede and be like, oh, yeah, I'm sorry, you're right about your, you know, view on it. So... It was a little bit of a back and forth, but it was it was pretty cool. Uh, at the same time, it worked. Yeah. <laughs> you said what? I said, but at the same time, it worked. What worked? Putting her in the story. Oh, yeah, I guess. If the story got right. all the way to her. Right. <laughs> it worked. Right. So, thanks. Yep. So, that wasn't intense. Like I said, I wasn't even going at her, but I was like, hey, I get it. I respect it. So, Yeah. That's how I got Jamel Hill in my DMs. So uh, shout out to Jamel. Yeah. So I thought it was an opportunity that we was finally waiting on. The podcast was about to blow. <laughs> it was about to be on Spotify next to Joe Budden in the picture with Jamel on the side. And then I was like, man, but Paul called her Jamela. And I'm like, man, but I corrected him like eight times. So make sure you <laughs> forgive him. And he just ignorant. And it wasn't me. Oh. But, you know, me and Ishmael was cool. Maybe we'd get on that way. But no, no. Yeah. Actually, she has blocked the Black Delegate Spot from all her players. <laughs> she has forbidden uh, all her assistants from even saying the word black or delegate. <laughs> especially together. Right. So, That's yeah. Nice. Sorry. You guys probably won't even be able to listen to her podcast anymore. Yeah. So, guess we'll continue doing the podcast from our basements. Yep. So, uh,. What did y'all do uh, as you were uh, cowering in your basements? Uh, what what day was that? Was that a Thursday night when the Democratic debates came on? Yeah, it was Wednesday and Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah, Remember, they two, got so Wednesday. many people. Oh, yeah, it's two days. They yes. couldn't contain it to one night. <laughs> so, Ishmael is the only one of us that was uh, educated, quote-unquote, enough to watch it. 
So, uh, Ishmael, I guess you can kind of start us off and me and Paul will crack jokes about it. <laughs> so, yes, I did watch the Democratic debates. I watched both nights. Now, on Wednesday night, the inaugural one or initial one, I watched it live as it happened. Uh, as Paul would tell you, I did actually kind of live tweet some of it. On Thursday night, I w- I'm trying to think of what I was doing. I couldn't watch it live, so I ended up going back and watching a stream. But I did watch the whole thing on both debates. Um, I guess, let's see, what are my takes? Number one is definitely too many people. I was glad, initially I was glad that there was this many people because I'm like, good, you get some good ideas. But I think that's only good for one debate. Like after one, you can already eliminate like five people from each of those debates at least, probably more than that. Uh, but otherwise, I thought on the first night, Elizabeth Warren, she was a clear in the way the leader. She she just killed him. She was smarter than everybody. She had her plans together. Like, Elizabeth Warren, easy win on that one. Uh, Julian Castro, he did a very good job repping for the Brown delegation. He was like the surprise guy in that first one. Oh, hold on, Elizabeth Warren for the Brown delegation too now. Don't, don't forget. <laughs> Pocahontas, Pocahontas, yeah, watch her. Right. Uh, so that was about it. I'm trying. To, it wasn't too many. It wasn't too many fireworks on that first debate. Like it was a more substantive, uh, substantive debate on the issues, and nobody really talked about Trump. And you know, it was there wouldn't even good. be. There wouldn't even be time for them to actually ask every candidate the questions, though, right? They would just allow, like, two or three people to speak and rebuttal, and that was it? Yeah, yeah, it wasn't, yeah. Every candidate couldn't answer every question. So, And they told them that, and they said, everybody's going to get a chance to talk, everybody's going to get their chance, but you're not going to get to answer every question. Mm-hmm. So was it 10 or 20? Because I kept hearing people, some people said it was 10, and some people was like, it was 20. Well, it's 20, but they split them into yeah, each night. So it was 10 yeah. on Wednesday, 10 on Thursday. <laughs> Dude, that is so ridiculous. <laughs> yo, the Republicans, but but just, the Republicans do the same thing, yo. That's, they did the exact same thing, pretty much. Yeah, but that just proves that now everybody thinks they could be the president because we got an idiot in the White House. Uh, okay, but that was even before Trump got in office. They were, it was like twenty dudes run for Republicans, so it's just it's just the world we live in now, man. Celebrity. Yeah, I guess. And I mean, they they got certain formulas to limit who gets in there, who gets actually on the debate stage or whatever. But anyway, second night is really when the fireworks started, and that is when Kamala Harris straight up ethered Joe Biden. Like seriously. Kamala Harris or Kamala Harris basically destroyed Biden's almost destroyed his whole chances at becoming president. You know, he's far and away the front runner. I think he was at like 30 percent. Then Bernie and Elizabeth Warren were around 16 percent. And I mean, she just chopped that boy down. Mm. And the main thing is he was talking about some busing. I think he opposed busing back in California way back in the day. And uh, she was trying to call him out on it because she was saying, hey, I went to, I think it was, was it San Diego. It's like I was a, you know, a student there and you opposed busing for black kids and yada, yada. He's like, no, I didn't oppose busing, you know, and she uh, like she just called him out on it and, and just just made him look like a fool. Just made him look like an idiot, you know, basically saying you're a liar or you just so detached because if and he really did oppose the busing. He was trying to frame it a different way. 
Uh, but she was like, look, you're trying to say your state's rights, but when the states basically are acting racist, that's when the federal government needs to uh, to step up. So Joe didn't have a good answer. I heard his poll numbers have dropped significantly. I think he's still the front runner, but I think Joe is done. And uh, she basically put a fork in him. Mm, 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 mm. Yeah. I basically was going to uh, mention that in the group chat, but I figured it would come up and just say, like, did, did uh, uh, Kamala destroy, or Kamala destroy any chance that black people would vote for Joe Biden? Uh, in the upcoming election, which uh, looks like that did happen, and you agree? So, yeah, I don't know if I'd say that. If Joe Biden won, black people, most black people would still vote for him. But yeah, she definitely, uh, she definitely jacked up his armor. She dinged it up pretty good, and he already got issues anyway. I mean, Joe Biden in this progressive day and age, he makes he says too much stupid stuff. Uh, he was too close with the whole. And, he, uh, and he's just too old. He just, ref- it's just, it's just too. He's too old, man. It's just, it's, it's time for, it's time for some new blood in there, man. I'm tired of seeing these seventy year old folks in there, man. Just give, give me, some, give me somebody forty. Give me, some, give me somebody that's got some new ideas, man. Biden been around. I wouldn't forever, even man. say too old because. Yeah. Like somebody, I, I mean, I say too old. <laughs> like I like Elizabeth Warren, and she's, she's probably seventy, you know, seventy one as well but she just seems to have a more youthful spirit she don't seem old like biden does she's not out of touch biden is old and out of touch uh, yeah, i, feel I mean like we it, don't we don't want to start acting like uh age is a is a bad thing now i mean with age comes wisdom usually i mean it's some of us are still idiots at 75 but uh most of us we get out of that and you if, even if you're not as as wise as you should be you you should know that at a certain age and then you can still use that to your advantage in that situation so i don't i don't really care about age as long as you ain't finna die i always worried about that be like what if i don't want you to die in there because nobody pays attention to who the vice president is and sometimes those are not good choices look man all these candidates they got their flaws i mean just like like i mean i, I like joe biden but i, I just think his time has come it's gone i mean he's been he's been around forever he's a relic he's you know a throwback and really his whole thing nowadays is just like i was with obama you remember obama you right. remember me <laughs> I was right there. Like, man, we, we were yeah. and that's like, it that's, and, and that's, that's cool. what I'm he like, did for like a third of the questions he just pulled out his phone and showed a picture of obama like yeah, that was his answer to the question so, so it's like, like, and, and I mean, I'll always, you know, respect Joe Biden because he, he he rolled with them, you know, and, and and you know he he seemed like a good vice president, seemed like they got along pretty well and stuff like that. But I mean, it was never meant to be. I mean, it was all preordained that Hillary was going to run. You know, Joe wanted to run uh, when Hillary ran, he, and and Obama was like, I know you rock with me, but I, I'm not rocking back with you. And I think there was a reason for that, man. And so, and he he's 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 a good dude, politician, but I, at the end of the day, like, nah, man, we need somebody different. How did the dude? Joe Pete, Biden how, did, how, did the, how did the the Buttigieg dude do, do do? That's what I want to know. Who the who? <laughs> Buttigieg. You know, you know what I'm talking the, about. The, the, how, do, how the booty do? Buttigieg. <laughs> hey, careful, careful. We're not shaming. We're not shaming on this podcast. We're not shaming on this dude. He, he is gay. We're not shaming him. You know, you know what I'm talking about. Ish. Come yeah, on. Pete Buttigieg. Uh, he did pretty good. He 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 did okay. Uh, he didn't do great, but he didn't really hurt himself. Uh, I will say Beto O'Rourke on the first day. He probably he's out of there. You can get him up out of there. Although he had a role in the most meme-worthy part of the night, because when they first kicked it to him to start it off, he started talking in Spanish, and Cory Booker was mad as hell. 
Like Cory Booker was looking, and I, you know, Cory Booker speaks Spanish, so I knew Cory Booker at some point during the debate was gonna start speaking Spanish. So the fact that Beto beat him to it off the flip, Cory Booker just got this wide eye and looking at him like, oh, like, okay, my card, yeah. <laughs> man, how does Cory Booker look so washed, man? But like, how does he, how do he pull Rosario Dawson? I'll never understand that, man. There's, yeah. there's something going on there. I can't, I can't trust this man, man. But yo, shouts to having Rosario Dawson. That's, that's, that's a power move right there. You already won, player. You don't have to win the presidency. You already won in my book. Hey, he did better than I thought because I really wasn't. Um, I didn't think he was really going to be a serious candidate, and I don't think he'll win. But he, he did pretty good in that first debate too. That dude hooped at Stanford too, man. He looked. Like, ish, you think you could take him one-on-one? Oh, easily. No doubt. See, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm <laughs> No doing. doubt. I'd take it. about him besides his little commercial? I'm just like, ah, oh, this dude seemed like a fake politician. He he seemed goofy as hell, man. He, he like, seemed, um, he seemed too he goofy. He like, he like, of, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, I just seem like a super goofy Obama. Like, like if, if, if Obama had zero swag, okay. that would be Cory Booker. Yeah, if, if Obama had zero <laughs> swag, that would be Cory Booker, for real. Yeah, yeah, he is like a... A broke man's Obama. He remind me like a he like the black Ned Flanders where he just always come in like, Hey, howdy ho, neighbor. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's fake man. I can't, I can't rock with that. Yeah, I can't rock with that. But he what, did good what happened to the real people, man? I, I just want some real people to run for something. But I guess the real people be like, I don't want that job. And those are the people you want to. But have no, I mean, look, well, look, look, look. See, see, Ryan really he talking, but I, I didn't watch it because look, I'm just, I'm just so sick of politics, man. I've, I've, I've basically the last four months, I really haven't watched no political news, no, no TV shows. I used to watch. I, and it, I, my life is so much better for it. And I'm just gonna do that. I'm just gonna tune out all the way because I'm, I'm literally voting for a ham sandwich. If it's blue, I'm voting for it in, <laughs> in, uh, in 2020. It don't matter. I'm, I know what I'm. I know who, who. Just throw something out there. I don't care who it is. I'm voting for it. But it, uh, there was like a chick, she was like a novelist or a writer, you know what I'm talking about? Like yeah, her name, oh, yeah. Maureen or something like that. I can't remember. There, there were a couple of like different dudes in there. And, oh, uh, she was hilarious because she got this real southern drawl and she was saying weird stuff. Like they asked her, what did they ask her? Um, like, did they ask her what, was, what would be the first call that you made or something when you became the president? <laughs> she was like... Uber Eats. She's like, the first thing I'm going to do when I'm president is I'm going to make a call to New Zealand because they said that they're going to be the number one country in uh, child care. And I'm going to tell them, no, you're not, because America's going to be the number one country in child <laughs> oh <my> care. <laughs> it's like, what you that the hell are you talking about? Right. Hey, yo, she put New oh, Zealand. She, look, she's going to go up there and wreck New Zealand's shop if she doesn't <laughs> Who you getting threatened New Zealand for? But that, what, what, that, wasn't another dude named Yang? He, was yeah, he in Andrew there too? Yang. I was about to mention yeah, yeah. him. That's a regular dude. He like a, a, a tech mogul, you know, Silicon yeah. Valley guy. I don't know if he's a billionaire, uh, but he's got a lot of money. But this dude was like, I think they say he spoke for like two minutes the whole debate or something. But his whole thing is he's like, I want to give everybody a thousand dollars a month. Like the government just. Write to check for everybody for a thousand dollars a month, joint. and then like that's it. So it's basically yeah, like profit sharing. He's like it's so much automation. You just give everybody this little monthly allowance, and that was basically all he said. And even at the end of the debate, he's like, I didn't get to say a lot today. It's like, but at least y'all know there's an Asian dude. He wants to give you a thousand dollars a month. 
Like that's good enough. I like him. Yeah, I like him. No, 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 no. It, right, right. That dude, that dude is bought and paid for by Big Robot. That dude is <laughs> when them when them T one thousand Terminators come rolling off that assembly line, come to kill you. Like that's the dude that put it that did it all, man. Yo, that's the dude that enacted all come, that stuff. They, they come in regardless, man. You just got to figure out how you're gonna live until then. Yeah, but he but he the one facility. He he the dude, man. He the dude. The the, the Terminator had to come go back in time to kill, man. That's gonna be him. Is that, man. His, is that his tech company for real? He do robots. I'm sure he does. I'm sure no, it is. No. I don't know, but I'm sure. I, I have to look him up. I have to look him up. Listen to what Ish just anybody told with any, Anybody with any good ideas, we just we just uh, make fun of them while they get weeded out in the beginning. He we wants to give, to, you a thousand, he wants to give you a thousand dollars every man, woman, child so that he can have yes, more robots a, out there. A living wage. You're an a idiot, living man. wage. You're, you're, Let's do you're, it. You're ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, there are other countries that do that. Like some of the... Um, the Middle Eastern, like the oil rich companies, that's, bri- that's bribes. That's that's what that is. those are bribes. Let's be let's be clear. Those are bribes. Yeah, and I give them not for necessarily. The- yes, they are. They're bribes. Nah, I mean, I, I, I'm not gonna say it's a. That was it's like not a, a realistic know, idea. I think it could be implemented, but the powers that be, it's not gonna happen in America. It's not realistic for America. But I think if you do roll out a plan like that, it would actually work because you're giving. Instead of get all you're not doing is you're not giving these big corporations tax breaks. You give the money to the people. They're going to spend it anyway, so it's going to boost right. the economy because these people right. are going to be spending money. You're not going to have homeless people because at least I got this $1,000. I can get a house. I can get an apartment. I can get whatever. So I can give, me, two, work, I can give me a thousand bottles of night train and, and sleep under this underpass. That's, that's, not, that's not our problem, man. If you choose to do that, that's fine. If you give a living wage, you don't have, look how much money you want to spend on food stamps, etc. You won't need it. It is the first of the month, and the grocery stores were full filled today. <laughs> I did I did notice that when my wife wanted to go. I said she, she wanted to go store today. I was like, man, why the hell do you want to go store today? You know, it's the first. She was like, it won't be that bad. We'll go at lunchtime. Ran over there at lunchtime. She said, "Oh my God, they only had two cashiers. Everything was full." I was like, "See, I told you, don't go nowhere near. You wait till the seventh. Don't go, don't go nowhere near the first. Anyway, you know how they be in there. Yeah, if man. nobody ever has to buy another aluminum can of fruit juice. I'll be happy because that don't make no sense. You got to use a can open to get your juice, man. Get out of here with that. That's the good stuff, man. What are you talking about? Juicy juice is the good stuff. Man, it's the no, fire, it's man. It's better than Kool-Aid. What are you talking Juicy about? Juicy juice is trash. Anyway. Uh, speaking of trash. <laughs> that's how you do segues. Oh, you always man. just say, oh, man. speaking Careful. of the last word you just said. Careful. Speaking of trash. Careful. You, I mean, you're trying to get a fatwa on your head, man. You better be, be careful, dude. France, of all countries, uh, uh, they first you heard you first heard of them with the freedom fries. They want to uh, uh, take back. Uh, they didn't want to let Iraq be free, but now they want to not let the uh, the lady the tatas be free in France <laughs> by the Muslim ladies. No, no, they, no, they, no, they want them to be free. That's what the, France wants. These they want them to be free. Okay. Yeah, you got, you got it backwards, homie. Ah, dang it. King That's of the segue, Ryan. <laughs> hey, I was just trying to say something, man. Right. Yeah, Freaky France is in the building, and basically uh, what's happening in France is there's a lot of fervor over the fact that a lot of towns in France, I don't think it's a, a countrywide, a nationwide thing, but I think a lot on the local level, a lot of cities, a lot of towns are doing this. They are banning burkinis, and what is a burkini, you ask? Uh, it's not really a term that you use a lot, but 
it's a bikini that Muslim women usually wear. Now, not only Muslim women, some people who just don't want to show their body, they'll wear burkinis, but it's like long sleeves in the arms. It's long sleeve legs. You got the the hood over the top, you know, so they can cover their hair. So this is how they're able to uh, continue to follow uh, the the traditions, the regulations of their faith, and it covers the body. So you would think that, okay, you're covering your whole body, what's the problem? But France is saying, no, we can't have this. They're trying to say it's for hygiene reasons. I don't believe that. So the French are either hella <laughs> racist or they just hella freaky or both. I, so. I read a little bit, I read this a little bit different. I did a little research on this uh, this, this afternoon. Uh, and actually, in the last five minutes, <laughs> but, <laughs> but I, what I heard was that they're banning it because it's a security threat. As we know, France has a lot of beaches. They got the whole French Riviera. You know, you got Monaco, all these things like that. And they've actually had terrorist attacks on the beach. I don't know if you remember this, but a couple of years ago, there was like some kind of uh, like a, a guy had a bomb, took it on the beach, and I think he was wearing something similar to this, like some kind of robe, and then he detonated. And then there was another attack, like in a. Basically, a dude took a took like a like a big you know big rig truck and just started driving up and down the boulevards along a beach town and just you know started mowing over pedestrians and stuff like that and he killed I don't know 20, 30 people all in France. So I think this is kind of like an offshoot of that. Obviously, you know they're a lot closer with all the the, Im- the immigration, the exodus from you know Africa and some of these things have been going on you know in in, in there. And so I think that's part of it. So I, I think that's that's what I read that there that that was the motivation behind some of it. Just like hey, if you're gonna do this. You know, come to the beach, you know, I guess they can wear like some kind of like slinglet or something like that. But, you know, the whole thing with the wrap, I guess they, they feel like, hey, there could be some bomb, you know, some kind of weapons or, or bombs in there. I guess I can kind of see that, man. It, it, it's definitely it's it's weird. You should let them do what they want. But it, it, I, I can I can kind of see it, man. People could be uncomfortable, man. It's like, how do you how do you balance like everybody's, you know, enjoyment with with, you know, feeling safe and things like that? Man, it's just it's the world we live in, man. It's, it's, it's kind of crazy. Look, I've been uncomfortable with some bikinis on the beach in the past. And uh, we're not going to bother these ladies for wanting to cover up. I mean, it's cool. If you want to cover up, cover up, man. It's not... How many... I know I know they deal with more terrorism, or at least on a different scale from what we do. But at the same time, I guarantee if they are uh, non-Muslim women wearing anything close to a burkini, they're not going to tell them they can't wear it. Exactly. So yeah. it's basically it's it's all the way racist because there's some people that don't want the sun on their skin and they wear you know they might cover uh, had their arms covered and everything. Right. So. But why yeah. at the beach though, dog? <laughs> why at the beach? Well, because I mean that's that's man just leave people alone. I mean if if somebody's gonna try to blow up a beach, we really can't stop them, and that's the truth. But it's you know true. we just that gotta make sure we get them before they get there. Yeah, I think that that explanation that France gave that you saw, that's one of those things where, and we see it a lot here in the U.S., where Trump's like, okay, we got to keep the Mexicans out. Uh, Let's think of a reason. You saw with the census thing, the whole census question on uh, are you a citizen, they tried to lie and say, oh, this is to protect voting rights and this is this and that. And then that guy died, they got his information, and it shows that years ago they were planning to ask the census question so they could disenfranchise illegal immigrants, well, not even illegal, but uh, disenfranchise immigrants. Um, so they're just trying to make up something so it doesn't sound as racist, but you're targeting Muslim people with these rules. 
And like Ryan said, it's ridiculous because you're talking about people covering up their bodies as opposed to just being out there. Now, I would think they're going to ban people being naked at the beach or something like that. But France is no, like, no, oh, no, you no. got to be naked in France. Oh, no, yeah. France, they top us out there all over, man. Yo, man, look. Hey, when I went down to some of those European beaches, oh, hey, what's what, what, what's the, oh, man, turn to a man out there. But yeah, Paul look, stayed on <laughs> Paul stayed on the Riviera. Man, had the blue blocker. Look, had the blue blockers on the front and back. Had two had two pair of blue blockers. <laughs> head on the swivel, baby. But yo, Old can I can I? Mode. So, okay, so we gonna, we gonna leave the Muslim women alone. We gonna let them have the burkinis. I'm rocking with that. But look, can I can I institute my own uh, 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 swimming pool uh, gear ban? And I, I, this is for my fellow Brown delegation members. Yo, man, you go to the go to the beach out there in California, Florida. You see some Mexican dudes. How come they always out there in, in full jeans and a wife beater? You can't be out there in the beach in jeans and a wife beater, man. That's 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 a flagrant violation. We we banning you, man. That's a security violation. You you got to get off the beach. And I'm saying that as as a Brown delegation member, can't do it. Are y'all so, rolling with me? <laughs> so are you telling me that if you were at the beach and you saw this? I'm trying to think of what is um. Hang on, I forgot his first name. Jesus Rodriguez. Now, Ruiz, the heavyweight champion of the world that beat Anthony Joshua. I want to say Anthony mm-hmm. Ruiz, but that's not his first name. Andy. Uh, Andy Ruiz. Andy. Yeah, Andy Ruiz Jr. If you saw him on the beach, you don't want him to be in some jeans and an undershirt. You want him to be like in a thong. You, you just want him to be in a thong, no shirt on, just Look. all hanging out. Specifically, Andrew Ruiz. I mean, look, I, I think he. I, hopefully, he's gonna have a T-shirt on just to you know cover that up all up right there. But if you want uh, for Andy Ruiz, man, if you want to wear the, the the your 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 shorts and your and your heavyweight championship belt on the beach, I'm rocking with that. But wife beater in jeans, no. And look, man, Ish, your mom lives out there in Cali. Tell her to go out to the beach. If she sees a group of Mexicans, I guarantee they're wearing jeans out there in the water. And it's <laughs> it's not it's not appropriate. And she and she knows how she she knows jeans I'm shorts right. though. Like, no, they were wearing full jeans. But like, hey, like I just got off the construction site. I'm gonna go out here and take a shower out in this water. I'm straight, and I'm gonna wear this wife. Do they have boots on though? Look, man, boots on. Yeah, work uh, boots. The boots are laying out there in the beach. They either got a wife beater on or a cowboy wife beater. One of the two, and, and they out there, man. Just like, hey, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta stop that, man. And any Hispanics listen to this podcast right now? Do not go out to the beach in jeans and a wife beater. Not appropriate. All right, shut so it down. You heard it, you heard it here first. <laughs> Brown delegate approved. All right, so can we transition on into this story? Since we already talked about brown people, let's talk about this. I want to talk about the story. Fake deaths in the Dominican Republic. We've all been hearing the stories. Every day in the news, there's like, oh, this artist is too scared to have a have a concert in the Dominican Republic. We're moving it to, to Puerto Rico. We're moving it to the, the Florida Keys. We hear about some tourist uh, mysteriously dying on the beach somewhere. I'm here to tell you people. Don't believe the hype. These stories are trash. Ryan, talk me out of it. Why do you think these are real? Come on, hit me with it, baby. Okay, first of all, it amazes me the things that Paul uh, believes in or doesn't believe in. As long as I don't say it, then he's all for it. He'll bring up some crazy stuff and he'll be like, oh, yeah, you know not to believe that. or Oh, yeah, you should believe that. You know this is happening until I say it. So I tell him, hey, all these people are down in the Dominican Republic. What's going on? Is it a serial killer down there? I, you know, we all know Paul is a mole. So we know he's <laughs> down there. He could be killing people. Right. Who knows? Maybe it's political assassinations. I don't know. I try not to blow his cover, but, hey, it is what it is, y'all. He's, he can neither confirm nor deny that I'm right. But one day he will. On his deathbed, he's going to be like, you were right. 
and then I, you know, I'll be vindicated. But uh, I do think that there's something going on. Paul can't, he, as much as you want to pretend, there are people dying. There are people dying for mysterious reasons. Now, is the news probably chasing these stories now? Yes. But is there something to it? Yeah, because the FBI, one, is investigating it. That's all it takes. If the FBI wastes their time to investigate, then there's something behind it. So uh, you can't. You can deny it all you want. It's happening. I know you don't want anybody to know because uh, you know it's it'll uh, uh, maybe maybe uncover the truth, which you've been trying to hide all these days, Mulder. Ish, you want a piece of this for I for I rain down a flurry of, of haymakers on this one line? <laughs> yeah, if you want to jump in, get it, come on. If you're feeling froggy, jump. Yeah, I just want to stay clear. I kind of feel like a lot of it is now that it's become a story. You know, we're more in tune to it. We got people going down there looking for it, reporting on it. Um, of course, you just had Big Poppy uh, get shot uh, down there. So it's definitely some things going on. But for me, it, I, I, it's definitely not fake. I'm definitely not buying that whatsoever. Uh, but I feel like there's so many Americans, especially that travel all across the uh, the world and going to places like the Dominican Republic and other all these beaches and Caribbean nations and stuff like that. I feel like we travel so much, people are gonna die somewhere. Le- so. Okay, now now let me go ahead and let me go ahead and just slap you all with some with some truth here. Okay, look, I we did I did some half-ass internet research, which means I I did one Google search. <laughs> there's been there's been there's been ten deaths in the last. In over a year in the Dominican of tourists at these resorts, ten. Do you know how many okay. people go to the beach? Do you know how many people go down to the Dominican for vacation? We're talking about hundreds of thousands. So out of hundreds right. of thousands of, of tourists, ten deaths over the last year. And then every single one of these stories is like, oh, they went back to the room and 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 they just they just woke up in their bed dead. And, and you see, <laughs> and you show the pictures of it. And you, yeah, you woke up in the, woke up in the, lay in the bed. Woke dead. up dead. <laughs> <laughs> Woke up dead, and they were like, "Oh, what they do? Oh, well, they were out partying last night." Man, these these are old people. They go down there. You you ain't heard about nobody that's like twenty seven and in great health, and and went down there and just drunk water and and worked out every day and and <laughs> hit the gym. And it's always like somebody in their seventies. They went down there and they went crazy. Probably got with some hookers or or some had some blow or some like or some too much alcohol, and they had a heart problem and they passed away. Ten dudes. I and I and I told Ryan, I was like, okay, Ryan. So like, Dominican Republic is one of the biggest tourist. It's it's super cheap to go down there. All kinds of things to get into down there. It's not a it's not an expensive trip. Uh, I guarantee their tourism is is it's not as big, but it's equivalent to Las Las Vegas. How many people have died in Las Vegas in the last year from in tourism at hotels and stuff like that? I guarantee it's ten times, fifteen times more. But you never hear about it. It's just like here in this last month, they've all picked on these stories. Like, oh, there's deaths down in Dominican Republic. That's all it is, man. There's no like, there's there's no like concern after to put like uh, 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 you know, a poison in somebody's alcohol bottles. Like, if they were doing that, why wouldn't there be a lot more deaths? Why wouldn't there be like, you know, hundreds of deaths, not just ten deaths over a year? That seems like a really random way to do it. So come on, man. This is this is all it's all fake, man. Come that's that's on, my story. Paul, come on. See, this is one thing I don't understand is why Paul thinks that it's not possible for somebody to only kill ten people. This is what serial killers do, man. They can't kill a hundred thousand. They will get caught. So you got to kill the people you can kill if that's what you're doing. I'm just saying that it's a it's plausible that somebody's killing somebody since people are dying from unknown causes that are supposedly caused by drinks. Somebody could just put something in people's drinks, man. You don't think none of this is just people over overindulging down there, going down there if having it was too much overindulging? Sun? They would have said it's overindulging. 
They said they died from drinking the night before. <laughs> what, do you, what, what does that mean? No, it's, but it's, it's not. They said drinking from the mini bar. There was one story a person was drinking from the mini bar. Okay, yeah, that's what people do down there. They go down there and they get too drunk. They, that dude probably had a bunch of drinks beforehand, got back to the hotel, drunk some more, and it was too much and just caught a curtain, man. Choke on his own choke on his own vomit, man. That's how it happens, man. You go but, like that. But here's the thing about it, and this is, this is actually the dangerous part about it, and I think we're all saying the same thing on certain area of where the media is picking up on these stories. It may not be happening at a super rapid pace, but now that the media's on to the scent, like we're going out searching for stories, so that's why I said that there's more. Yeah. But the issue that could happen is a lot of time with these type of situations, you start to get copycat crime. So even if there's not a serial killer out there doing that, now that this story is out there, they're like, oh, you know what? Let me go and, and slip something in this drink, and then you could actually start a real epidemic or real, um, like, incidents happening uh, just because of that. We'll see. I doubt it, man. Y- y'all say if anybody got trips to plan Dominican, you safe. Just go down there. Be smart. Don't go too crazy down there. Don't, don't you know, if you got a pacemaker, maybe don't go to the strip clubs down there. You're going to see a lot of fake booties down there, and it's not good for your heart. So just chill out and don't drink too much. You'll be straight. If you're ever bored, uh, Wikipedia uh, serial killers by number of victims. Uh, it's pretty interesting. It says what country they're from, how, the, how long they were killing. This dude, the monster of Florence, only killed 14 people, Paul. That's what I'm saying. If you kill 10, you're still a serial killer. It doesn't mean you have to kill all 100,000 people that come visit your island. Look, man, don't work when, like when somebody starts showing with the knife wounds or bullet wounds, let me know. Until, <laughs> until, until it's all like alcohol. You, you, half these people, man, look, half the world is on, on like some kind of drug. I'm not talking about like cocaine, but I'm talking about like Percocets. Or Valium, or you know, or you know something, you know, or some kind of you know, depression medicine. I mean, you make you go down there on vacation, mix these things with alcohol. Bad things can happen to you, man. So just you know, that, that that's what this is. And a lot of these people that these deaths that have been reported, they all older, man. Some it was like a black couple from New Jersey. They were like in their fifties. They didn't look like they were in great health, man. Just show me when it's when it when it's like nineteen year olds that ain't been that ain't going down there going crazy drinking and, and they die. Let me know. But if it's all 50, oh, they're, 60 year olds, they're going down there and disappearing. So don't worry. Okay, where's that Boston story? Boston Strangler, thirteen people. Thirteen. That's it. That was two dudes just... though. That was two dudes. That was only six. That was only six. That was only six per person. It was two dudes. It was two dudes. Boston Strangler was two dudes. It's four locos. Is that uh, made in Dominican? I think they're just going drinking one four locos and that's not made. That's not made in Dominican. That's not made in Dominican. Brugal is is made in Dominican. <laughs> Ryan, you trying to look it up real quick? It is two dudes, man. I'm telling you. I was. That's okay. I'll look it up later. I didn't see nothing. All right, so let's get on. Let, let's move on to the next topic, the one we really want to talk about. We got to keep this really yep. short. NBA draft to. recap. Ryan, I'm gonna I'm gonna defer. Not draft free agency. Free agency. Sorry, free agency recap. So this is you know we can call this unofficial uh, uh, black millionaire. Uh, uh, Monday is what it was basically because I think there was like I, I read a stat like two billion dollars in in salary uh, contract signed yesterday uh, through NBA free agency and of course some of the big names was Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving going to the the Brooklyn Nets Brooklyn is now finally relevant after uh, I don't know I guess they had that little run with uh, Kittles and, and Carter 
but now they're now it looks like they're gonna be they're gonna be dope. And now we're still just waiting to hear from Ka- uh, Kyrie and uh, not Kyrie Ka- Kawhi, Kawhi. Figure out where he's gonna go to. I guess we haven't heard a wa- no uh, Woj tweets yet, right? I guess it should be coming wow. pretty soon. But what y'all think, fellas? What, what y'all, did y'all like uh, the free agency? How how the how it's the new format where it's at six o'clock? Everything's kind of coming in prime time and stuff like that, or, or what? Oh, <laughs> uh, well, I was just looking. I saw something that says uh, the Lakers are making traction towards oh. Kawhi Leonard. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I thought obviously the biggest one. And the people, they haven't signed. They have agreed. They can't sign until Saturday when the moratorium on contracts is over. Um, just to put that out there, that little correction. But, yeah, the big thing was the Brooklyn uh, Kawhi and KD going over there. Um, I think it's, it's an interesting move. I mean, KD is going to be out for the season, so Kyrie will kind of get to do his own thing. But if KD comes back and he's a guy that, even with an Achilles tear, he doesn't need a whole lot of athleticism. You know, as long as he can still shoot that rock, uh, he should be um, productive. But that definitely puts Brooklyn uh, in the mix once he comes back. They also got DeAndre Jordan that went over there with him as well uh d'angelo russell who was in brooklyn in the all-star yeah. point guard one of ryan's guys he uh got traded did a sign and trade over to golden state so you put Boo. russell next to steph curry clay thompson obviously is going to be out for the season i think that's an interesting mix no clay uh, said he coming back he said he coming back this season he said he coming back some point this season is what he told what he said he could. He'd be back. It don't take that long on ACLs. Yeah, the ACLs, he could come back second half of the season, um, which if he does, I guess you slide him over to the three. But I think that was a good pickup, the fact that Clay is going to be out, the fact that Durant, if he resigned, he was going to be out definitely for the entire season. And you go and get a young guy that could put the ball in the hole, I think it's a good deal. What about you, Ryan? Well, I got mixed feelings about it. I'm always happy to see black men get paid, first of all. Yeah, yeah. Black people in general get paid. And this is that time of year where we all getting paid. Uh, Kevin Durant, uh, I know a lot of people have been complaining, or, or at least uh, uh, some of the, uh, yeah, I think probably casual fans, like, oh, how you paying a dude with an Achilles injury, you know, uh, uh, a max contract, and how, how you going to pay him that much money? One, because if Kevin Durant loses his athletic ability and keeps everything else, Who's he become? Dirk Nowitzki? I'll take it. Right. <laughs> or does he come Carmelo Anthony? I'll take that too. So either way, I mean, dude is still cold. Who and said that? Right. Though? Who said why would I've you heard pay some people say the that. random acts contract? I've, if I've you heard some said people that, say that. If you listening to the Black Delegates Pod <laughs> and Just you said <laughs> or you thought even in your mind, why would you pay Kevin Durant a max contract? Just smack yourself. No. That's all you got to do. You don't have to hang up. You don't have to do – just smack yourself really hard right now, and then you continue with the show. Go ahead, Ryan. Yeah, I mean, I understand their thinking. I mean, he's a 30-year-old, you know, uh, athlete. And in the in the old terms of what we grew up with, an Achilles injury was devastating, and your career was over at that point. Now, medicine has, uh, has come a long way, so it's not the end of your career. You do lose a little bit of, of hops, it seems, and, and speed. But other than that, you know, you can still you still able to play as long as it doesn't happen too far uh, in your career. But nobody has come back to be normal yet, so it, it is something. So it's not like it's nothing there. But um, 
yeah, I mean, I'm I'm feeling good, man. I I was saying if D'Lo came back to the Lakers, I was gonna be back in, but that didn't happen. Golden State hated, but Golden State kind of been my team, at least before KD. I couldn't really rep them like I was when KD was there because it was too easy. But now it's back to the regular squad, man. I, I still like them dudes. They just gonna be out there hooping and playing good basketball. And now D'Lo could be out there shooting some threes and playing a two guard like he should be his whole career because he's a shooting guard, not a point guard. So I'm uh, I'm looking forward to that, man. I'm I'm praying that uh, Kawhi Leonard does not come to the Lakers. Please don't. I don't want to see no more super teams. I want them destroyed, all of them. Two two dudes per team. That's it. That's all we need to make it fun and competitive. I don't want to see three dudes on a team and then you put a bunch of scrubs on a bench and a bunch of old dudes chasing rings. I don't want to see none of that. So please, <laughs> that's Kawhi, go go back to Toronto. Go wherever you need to go, man. Just just don't come to the Lakers. Yo, man. All I'm gonna say is, I mean, it was it was definitely fun uh, in the group chat with y'all fellas and everything like that. Just just trying to keep with all the news. I couldn't keep it all. I went to bed last night and man, I woke up this morning. There was there was still more going on. I was like, man, dang. But I'm just happy. That the East is finally, I mean, last year, I mean, obviously the Toronto won the, the, the title this year, and that was, that was good. But, you know, the East has kind of been trash, other than, like, two teams for, for years and years and years and years and years. I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's totally better yet, but it's, it seems like, at least, like, they got about five or six teams that are, you know, I mean, they're not all going to win the championship, but there's, there, it's just some competitiveness, and I'm really happy for that, man. Because, look, man, those West nice. Coast games, yeah, those West Coast games, I can't stay up that late, man. I'm on the East Coast. I can't stay up till ten fifteen for a tip off, man. It just I just can't make it. So, right. so I got to have some East Coast teams that are relevant that I can watch and then get my ass in bed uh, for the next morning, man. That's what I need. So, so, so Nets, yeah, they they gonna be all right this year, and then hopefully they'll be really good next year. Miami uh, Sixers definitely, and hopefully Kawhi stays in Toronto, and then they'll be relevant. And but now, my the local team here, Charlotte, the Charlotte, man, look. I don't know what y'all doing, man. MJ, MJ. I know you're not listening. Terry Rozier. Terry Rozier. Look, MJ down in the Dominican right now drinking all the stuff in the mini bar, everything, and making and making draft decisions based off the, all that drunk that drunk knowledge, man. And he is a horrible owner. He's a horrible Mitch owner. Mitch taking man. care of it. Mitch ain't doing nothing, man. He's a horrible owner, man. Look, man, they got Terry Rozier for all that money, man. Anyway. I think I'm not, Terry can Terry. He's not a starting PG though, he's, and he's gonna be like the, yes, the first scoring option for that team too, man. He deserves oh, man. he deserves his chance, man. He only like twenty three or twenty four. Okay. It's time. Okay. All right. All right. Keith Murray. So who you who you looking at? Uh, ish. Who you think uh, made some good moves as a like a sleeper pick early on? I know everything ain't done, but who you notice made some good moves and maybe make some noise in the playoffs? Mm, I mean, I think really the teams that we talked about. Otherwise, I don't. I don't I, know. I got, I got some sleepers for y'all. Utah. Yeah, it seems like it's just a lot more competitive, uh, yeah. like you were talking about now, with all of the movement. And, of course, Kawhi is going to be a big chip to fall. But with all the movement, it's just going to be a lot more competitive. I'm kind of sad. Uh, my Bucks, you know, they had to the, – almost everybody was a free agent besides Giannis, and they signed Bledsoe uh, during the season. So they let Brogdon go, which uh, Brogdon – I liked him. He's not like an irreplaceable player, uh, but he was a guy that shot like, what, uh, 90% free throws. Was he 50, 50, 50%? Yeah, 90, 50, 40. 50, yeah. 40, 90. 50, 40, 90. Yeah, whatever it is. So, uh, hate to see him go, uh, but I still think the Bucks got a solid chance. Like you said, Philly's straight. Uh, Brooklyn will be straight. 
I mean, the Knicks suck. The Knicks just keep striking out. <laughs> hey. <laughs> and I heard, I heard KD wanted to go to the Knicks, and Kyrie wanted to go to Brooklyn. They got rid of KP, though. And, you know, they I guess they haggled about that, and then Kyrie ended up winning. I think because Brooklyn actually is supposed to have a real good sports science uh, institute, so uh-huh. I think they got real good doctors. So I think that's probably what pushed them over the edge. But, yeah, Knicks going to stay trash. Yeah, I like uh, sneaky picks. I like in the Pacers. I think they made, I mean, yep. no, no big names, but I think they made some, several good acquisitions. And of course, if, if they get my man, uh, what's his name? The the uh, the little singer. What's what's his name, man? You know what I'm talking about, Ryan? Oh, uh, Victor Oladipo. Oh yeah, they get old, uh, uh, Oladipo the, the little back. singer. The little singer dude. You know what I'm talking about? A little you know, little immature, whatever his name is. Dude. I don't know. I don't know what you call it. The, the way he be singing, but. But yeah, if they get him back, man, and some of those little acquisitions, they be straight. They gonna be straight. I like Utah too. I think they made some. I mean, yeah, no, no, no. I mean, Conley's kind of a big name, but I, li- I like what they did, man. They definitely gonna put themselves in the hopefully in the top four in the West, and they'll be fun to watch. I think so. Yeah. That's good for them. Same picks. I was gonna say Utah Jazz. I said Utah when Conley went there, but I'm definitely gonna say uh, Utah now. They pulled uh, Bogdanovich. He go there. He went yeah. there, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bogdanovich, people sleep on him, but when he was in Indiana and uh, Victor Oladipo and then was out, my man was carrying the squad with his low twenty points a game, you know, and during the playoffs, etc. And yo man, defense, oh, yeah, nice. yo, and, and Utah, like man, opposing offense defenses, they ain't gonna know who to do because man, you got Ingles and and Bogdanovich on the same team, like they they look the same, man. You can't tell them no difference, like <laughs> <laughs> they don't look the same. <laughs> they look the same, man. They both thin and hair, white dudes playing on the jet. Look, man, people gonna get confused, man. You be like, oh, I thought that was your man. No, no, that was your man over there, man. <laughs> yeah, and then I say Indiana too because I, I like Indiana squad. They got Brogdon. I used to hate on Brogdon, but Brogdon is nice, man. He is like uh, he is like forty seven years old though. You know that, right? He's a steady dude. It don't matter. <laughs> he's a steady dude. He give you some nice layups, play some good defense, and hit some timely threes. That's all you need from a, a cat named Yay. Him and Thon Maker had the much. same got the same birthday. Yeah, so I saw Milwaukee uh, agreed to terms with Wes Matthews, which was my groan was about. So I'm like, ah, but I guess he'll just right, be coming bad. off the bench. Just a bench player, so, yeah. Yeah, that's all right. Also, Robin shoot some Lopez, threes. So they got the Brooks brothers in the building. That's gonna be fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, can can I throw on one more? We'll, we'll get up off this because I know we get running low on time. But can I throw on one more sports story that I just want to throw in the last minute? <laughs> one more story, maybe. So I watched tennis today, man. So I don't know if y'all caught this, but the girl I was watching, I caught like the I caught the second whole second set. It was a uh, Venus Williams versus this 15 year old black girl named Coco Golf, and it was the opening round of Wimbledon. And yo, man, this girl, hey man, she has it. This girl, 15 years old, she looks like a like a 15 year old Venus Williams. She looks like Venus Williams, I was man. Say, anyway. what's he about to say? No, 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 she no. Got what? She's got the she got it. sports, right? Yeah, she okay. got she, this is tennis, okay. man. All right. Tennis. Just want to clear. I just want to clear it up for the people because they don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. Might sound like a Chester right now. Oh no, I'm no, talking no. about her tennis talent. Tennis talent. No, man. This girl, okay. she, she okay. got it, man. Clear like, it up. Yo, this girl, uh, 15 years old. I guess she's been, you know, out, she's 15 years old. But I guess that that's you're old enough to play in in, in professional tennis at that age. So she was in the opening round of Wimbledon. Uh, Venus, you know, she she's had a she she's won like Wimbledon, I think, five times. Which is like you know close to a record for women. So she's you know she's a legendary uh, tennis player at Wimbledon, particularly. That's like her best surface to play on. But uh, she's she's fallen way way off. She's like I think she's almost four. I think she's thirty nine. They said, 
But she was playing a 15-year-old girl. The girl looked just like a young Venus Williams, too, man. It's, I mean, they're both the same complexion, had braids in their hair, everything. And that little girl whooped up on Venus, yo. And so if y'all didn't catch that this afternoon, that was definitely dope to see. I guess she plays again, I think, in two days, maybe tomorrow. I can't remember. Uh, but uh, Coco Golf, I think her name is. Uh, it was definitely it was it was it was a uh, definitely inspirational man. So if y'all didn't catch that, it was it was dope to see. Try to catch the uh, the, the replay of that or something like that, man. She's uh, gonna be gonna be good, and man, she hit like a serve. I think she they said she, her serve was like a, a hit 120, and for women that's Word. like yeah no that's, that's fast. No, like they said like that's only speed. yeah they said last year at Wimbledon the whole time the only people that broke that were Venus and Serena. It was like 125 and 123. And this little girl 15 years old and she can hit it 120. So yeah, wow. this girl this girl's got power, man. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't see the actual match. I saw the end of it uh, when golf yeah. uh, won, and they were shaking hands. So yeah, shout out to her, and she does look like she looks like she, she does, would play man. a young Venus Williams, like in Venus Williams' life story. So one hundred percent. Yeah, shout out to her. That's weird. Mm, shout so let's go and get all to right, this Paul. last That's one, man. It's all you, box up. <laughs> I don't even know how to how to how to address this one. Okay, but there was a story. Uh, it's kind of been going on for a couple of weeks now. But like, this happened. This this story broke like maybe two three weeks ago. It's in Alabama, which you know uh, is a very 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 rural area of the country. But apparently there's a there's a gentleman there that owns a, a pet squirrel. Now you may say, okay, well a pet squirrel that's that's pretty unusual. But that, that's you know I, I can see for Alabama that sounds pretty pretty normal. But what if I told you <laughs> that this particular pet squirrel was addicted to meth. Yes, meth, fellas. So apparently what the police are alleging is that this man, uh, this, this, this gentleman, that, this owner of the squirrel, had been basically been feeding its meth and teaching it to be really aggressive toward visitors. So it basically creating an attack squirrel. Now wait, now, wait a minute. You said he is teaching this squirrel. Like, So who is this squirrel? If I wanted to go talk to the squirrel, if I wanted to look up the squirrel in the phone book, Mm-hmm. Like what am I looking for? What's the squirrel's name, Boxwine uh-huh. Poppy? Uh, well, it's uh, I'm trying to think how to, how to weave this into a joke, uh, <laughs> but it's, they're all inappropriate jokes. So I'm just gonna go ahead and say the the the, the gentleman decided to name his his squirrel after the joke we all loved when we were in fourth grade. Uh, D's nuts, D E E Z N U T Z. Of course, D's from the famous. Nuts. Uh, Snoop Dogg uh, album, right. uh, yeah, he named him D's Nuts, and that, so that's the D's Nuts, a squirrel, the attack squirrel, the meth fuel attack squirrel. And so the the police were trying, came to this gentleman's house, tried to serve him with a warrant, uh, and the squirrel attacked them. And so that was in the police report how the the, the meth fueled squirrel was trying to attack them. This dude went on the run, and it was kind of funny because like the stories were all about uh, the squirrel. This dude, he was on the run from the cops. He left the, he ditched the squirrel. He made it away. <laughs> he called into a radio station trying to clear his name and try to clear the, the squirrel's name, saying, like, I never would give the squirrel meth. I'm not that kind of person. I'm, I'm too responsible for that. You know, he's like, I love these nuts more than you. <laughs> <laughs> but this is all true. Man. This, dude, this dude really called into the radio station to try to defend, to clear these nuts' name. <laughs> And then turned out a couple days ago, he uh, they finally caught up to him. I guess he was like kind of hiding out in some like hotel. He he really like they thought he had like left the, the state. This man really was just down the street in a, <laughs> in a hotel in a, some rural city. And so they caught up with him on a motorcycle. Oh, yeah, he had he had he had a gun on him. So yeah, this dude's gonna go to jail for a long long time. But he's he was famous 
and and the last part of the story, which was great, is that the authorities they, they wanted to test the squirrel for meth, but he was released into the woods. So that squirrel is probably dead right now because he's probably looking for a fix out there in the woods, and he's not going to get that fix. So I feel bad for that little squirrel. I don't know. Hey, I don't know. Does like what is the smelling sensation for squirrels? Like, do they have a really strong smelling scent? Because maybe he found the closest meth lab and. You know, squirrels are crafty. They bite through a little gutter, bite through the, the side panels of your house, and he might be in, in the promised land right now with all the meth. <laughs> hey, you're probably right. And, and I imagine in Killeen, Alabama, which is where the city the city where this occurred, I'm guessing there probably is more than a little bit of a few meth labs out there in the woods right. somewhere. So I, I think, yeah, this the squirrel he could he could be all right. We don't know though. I need I need to update on this. Yeah, see if I was if I was a cop. You know, what I would have done, I would have put a tracking device on these nuts, and I would have let him out into the woods then, and then I would have just followed him to the meth labs. Yeah. Or, but, man, my man is... I need to know, I need to know, how do you go about making a squirrel size amount of meth? How does this work? Like, was he only making meth for these nuts, or did he have, like, a, like a, a double portion for him and these nuts to share? How, how does that work? I'm pretty sure it's just like, man, you know how, like, you know how, you know, growing up in the hood, you, you, you used to have dogs and pets, and like, did you buy kibble or Alpo? No, man, you just gave them like whatever's left over. Like, hey, I'm eating a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Well, I guess, <laughs> I guess Fido eating a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. So I think I'm pretty sure my man was, uh, you know, hey, a little, you know, a whole lot of meth for me, a little bit of meth for you, <laughs> right? Whole lot more for me, a little bit more for you, <laughs> and that's how he got <laughs> like that, man. Now I wonder what, right. like, what happens. When these nuts didn't get his daily dose of meth, like how does a squirrel act out? You know, when you when you uh, need that fix. I'm pretty sure it's involving flinging a lot of poop all over that apartment, <laughs> and so and so issue. Uh, I don't know who who put that in the group chat. That fight where that dude was naked and that dude was they, they were fighting in that bedroom, and there was like there was like just just trash everywhere. I'm pretty sure that's how that dude's apartment looked like, man. Just just like that, with a lot more squirrel poop everywhere. <laughs> wow. Nasty. So, these nuts, if you are listening to the Black Delegates podcast, make sure you hit us up. Let us know how you're doing. Are you okay out there in these squirrel streets? Uh, did you get enough meth? Uh, are you going clean? Did you go to rehab? Did you go to squirrel rehab? Like, we need to know the latest update with these nuts. So, hey, these nuts, nuts, hit me up. <laughs> hit, me up, right. hit me up these nuts I got some CBD oil for you it ain't doing nothing for me but I'm gonna give it to you man <laughs> right if there are any meth addict squirrels out there you can hit us up via email at theblackdelegatespod at gmail.com if you wanna follow us on social media you can follow us at blackdelegates there's an underscore between black and delegates on Instagram and Twitter boxed wine poppy is at boxed wine poppy on Twitter the black ryan's at the black ryan on Twitter, and you can find me at Ish Creates, that's I-S-H Creates, on Twitter or on the gram. Box Wine Poppy, what can they do to help the show out? Tune in, definitely tune in next week for our big episode number 69. That's right, episode number 69. Got some big news we're going to drop on y'all. And uh, yeah, man, uh, rate us and review us on whatever you're listening to, all your uh, all your podcast uh, apps. Uh, and let us know what you think, man. Write us back. Hit us a little, hit a little news with us, man. T- tell us, uh, tell us what your thoughts of the show were. Uh, Ryan, you got anything else to close it out, man? Yes. In the words of a Donald J. Trump, just remember what you're seeing and you're reading is not what's happening.
I'm gonna leave y'all with that dumb mess. Can't believe this dude. <laughs> Maybe I'll just until the election. I'll just quote Donald Trump for the rest of the time. That would mean you have to read Trump quotes to do that. You know that, right? I know. I know. Got to got to read it in Trump voice, though. Word. I don't know if I could do that after practice, but yep, I'll work on it. All right. See you next week. Peace. Next week. Deuces.